0: Welcome in for another episode of Vault Club Confidential. I'm your host, Austin Price. Tennessee took it on the chin this past Saturday against Missouri. They're now 7 and 3 on the season, but this Saturday, meet opportunity as the top ranked Georgia Bulldogs roll into town. We'll talk about that and so much more with our guest, Ollie Lane, sixth year senior offensive lineman coming up. But before them, we'll bring in Vault Clubs Will Crockett and Will uh, Saturday, a chance to have a little bit of music over at the tailgate and a tailgate that could be as big as any.
1: Yeah, so, you know, with. Each one that we do we try to, to make it better each week uh this week we'll have some live music there from brandon lay who's a massive tennessee fan so we're excited for for brandon to be there we're gonna have more line options for people hopefully to get a drink a little bit faster food a little bit faster uh face painter there for kids so just always trying to really do more and more a lot of thought that the vanderbilt game could be a noon game it's three thirty yes. on sec network which means
0: an opportunity to have another solid tailgate for that game.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we were really excited about that to be at 3.30 just so that way just fans more time to come out to campus. I know, you know, at that point, after Thanksgiving, you are probably be ready to get outside of the house. So come over to campus, we're going to have another big tailgate, and then that will kind of lead us into the postseason just type events.
0: Yeah, there'll be a lot of events once we get to basketball and baseball season, both inside uh, or in Knoxville and outside of Knoxville. And of course, we have a signing day event coming up. know the exact date on that could be december could be january we'll see and uh, we'll announce that coming up also a lot of big merch sales coming up with black friday including a new website which will make it easier for fans to get that Vault club merch
1: yeah so what we're looking at hopefully in the next two weeks a new website for people to be able to go and shop to find uh, more options on hats, polos, signed items. You know, that's something that I think a lot of our fans are just now starting to see that we do have uh, a lot of signed mini helmets. We're going to have signed basketball soon. We're going to have signed baseballs. So come over to the, you know, to the ball club website to find a great Christmas gift for a family member, whether it's a hat, polo, a signed item. There's a ton of different items.
0: Yeah, right, he is Will Crockett. Now let's get to our guest of honor, that being offensive lineman, Ollie Lane. know, you, good. Just a couple of home games left here. I mean, it, you know, we'll just jump right in the deep end from a standpoint of you know, has it hit you that you know, the the earth's getting big in the window as far as the career <laughs> is concerned?
2: You know, it's it's starting to hit me a little bit. I'm starting to think about you know what's what's life uh, going to look like for me. Um, you know, luckily I have a fiance, so that that part's already figured out for me, and she she does a lot for. Uh, trying to plan for our future, which is nice. It takes a lot of stress off of me. She's been great being able to just kind of let me focus on football this season. And she's got the next chapter already kind of set up. She's a big planner and she's got everything planned out. So all I got to do is just finish this out and then see what see what's next for us. But, you know, it hasn't really – it's starting to hit me now that, you know, next week will be my last week in Nealon Stadium, which is insane. Um, you know, being here for six years, sometimes it never felt like that was going to come to an end. But now that it is, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to think about, and I don't think it will really, really set in until that uh, final horn's blown uh, in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, until now, I'm just kind of just head down, focusing on what's up next and uh, just trying to play. So
0: Much like Jacob or Cooper or Cade or yourself – I kind of did all your boys' commitment video way back when. <laughs> I know you <laughs> catch a little flight for that. <laughs> all the singing of Rocky Top with your classmates. Um, but at the same time, I mean, like, this place always kind of meant a lot mm. to you. Six years later, what's it mean to
2: you? Uh, I mean, I think it e- means even more to me now, you know, through everything that I've been through uh, with this program and everything that um, I've gotten to see through with this program. You know, just it makes the. Um, meaning of wearing that T on your chest, uh, mean a lot more, especially like when I'm going to be out of it, being able to look at anybody. I think I was talking to one of my close friends, uh, from high school a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, at the end of the day, like I'll be able to tell people that I, I was a Tennessee Vol and that carries a lot in the Knoxville community. And that means a lot to me that I'll be able to carry that kind of badge of honor with me throughout every uh, aspect of life that I go through from, uh, here on out
0: you, you talk about the pride and being a Tennessee ball there was a point in time right before signing day that you know I think mm-hmm. you had some doubts whether you were actually gonna be able to be in the class anymore because coaching change coach Jones was out and they, they brought a new staff in and you know they started cutting some guys yeah. you know I mean like was it how much of that was kind of like you know a worry at that point
2: uh, I mean there was there was definitely a lot of uh iffy situations that... I encountered in my recruitment process you know i had fully committed to butch jones and uh what his staff uh believed in for tennessee and that was what i want to be a part of and majority of it was just want to be a part of the program be a part of tennessee well when all that flips to uh the Pruitt staff it was just it was a completely uh different kind of thinking you didn't know who they previously been recruiting at other places who have they been uh looking at to bring to a new school if they get that opportunity because I know coaches sometimes they pull some guys that they had in mind or from the current school that they're at to bring to the new school so I mean you got to kind of think about it well now where's my spot because technically the offer that they gave you isn't from them it's from the previous staff and so I mean it kind of messed with the ending of my recruiting process because I had already committed to Tennessee and I didn't want to mess with that lock of being in that position so I didn't take advantage of the uh I guess the different kind of offerings that the recruiting uh process has for athletes um but I mean I think at the end of the day it was probably the best for me I got to uh I mean I stepped right in as soon as Pruitt's first steps on campus that uh January those those were my first steps on campus so I mean everything worked out I wanted it to because I got to start every it's almost like everybody was freshman at that point and so like nobody knew anything and I was stepping on the same level as everybody else and so I like, it felt like out of every option I had that gave me the best fighting chance to be something early versus having to wait through a process a system of guys that have been through a system for many years and already have two to three years of knowledge uh, on me
0: what relationships have you made over there um that you just think man like that guy's always gonna be a part of my life and it doesn't have to mm. mean like a teammate it can be yeah. somebody in the equipment staff or a, a trainer or you know one of the student assistants I mm-hmm. mean like what what relationships you know just mean a ton to you
2: uh you know I've still got I've got relationships from guys that I've played with my first year to guys that I'm making new relationships with now you know I mean some of my most notable you know I'm still really close with uh, a couple of guys that played uh, back in 18 and 19 that I still they come to the games every weekend or we're, we're hanging out if we're available um I've also uh Parker Ball has been someone that I've gotten really close with on the team uh we spent a lot of time together because uh we uh, used to be roommates for the hotel trips on the weekends and um I started bringing the game. We, he likes playing the game. You know, we just kind of connected over that. And then ever since then, we've just had a great relationship. He's helped me out a lot with uh, my transition to center this year, being able for that position that he's played for a long time. And he's a very smart, technical person. And he was able to kind of coach me and teach me through all that kind of stuff. Um, but, and then, I mean, having relationships with people like Cade and Cooper and Jacob, who I've had a relationship with prior before we got to Tennessee and then getting to continue to grow those relationships through our time at Tennessee. I mean, those are people that I'll never, uh, not think about through my daily life as I'm thinking about people that are close to me, people that are my friends. I mean, there's so many people thinking about my wedding that I'm going to have. Um, there's so many people through past and present rosters that I'm going to have to go through and think of who do I want to be at my wedding? Cause there's, I got so many people throughout my time at Tennessee that I've just became so close with. And, uh, it's been probably one of the best things about this experience for me.
0: We go back to when you were in the recruiting process, and you know, Jacob, you and Cade and I mm-hmm. met over there, and we took pictures, Peggy Manning passed, <laughs> yeah. and and, and all that, that stuff. Day. And then Cade ends up going away and going to Georgia, after, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Butch, you know, down at the end of the Butch era, um, and then he comes back, um, and you know, like that kind of core group of local kids, you know, mm-hmm. like what's that, you know. What's that experience been like being a local guy? That you know is close to home, but like, you know, grew up within Mm -hmm. the shadow of Neyland Stadium.
2: Yeah, I mean, you didn't uh, a single day growing up. You didn't watch. You did not watch Tennessee football on a Saturday. Like that was your whole Saturday. Was what's everybody doing for the game? I mean, my parents would throw big parties at the house for every Saturday. Yeah tailgate food all that good stuff i mean we would we would go down and tailgate for the game and not even go into the game that's how much we just loved being around tennessee football and so i mean when you grow up with that and then you get the opportunity to go play for the same school that you've idolized your entire life i mean it just it puts a whole new perspective into what you put into it every day because that's something that you've dreamed about being there and then when you finally. Uh, get to the level where your dreams are. It's uh, now about how hard you want to work to keep that dream, to keep that dream alive. And I think it's been kind of uh, something that pushes me every day is like, this is what I've wanted my entire life. Why go out and waste it now? Keep giving it everything you got, even when stuff didn't look like it was going well for me and I didn't have opportunities that we're going to be there in the future. I just, you know, you just keep pushing because you love the university, you love the people of the university, and you know that at the end of the day, no matter what, this university is going to have your back and this program is going to have your back, and it's a family. So any culture that I've ever been with, with this coach – With any staff, the program, Tennessee just always makes you feel like a family.
0: I can tell you're kind of getting just like, I mean, I'm not going to (laughs) say you're going to cry here, but at the same time, you can tell it, like, there's some Uh, emotion. There's some emotion to it. Um, Have you thought about that last run through the tee?
2: Not yet. I mean, I've had to hear about different outfit advice for the vol walk that day. Yeah, Yeah, my vol walk outfit that day, what she's going to wear in the vol walk, what my parents are going to wear. But I, I haven't thought about, I've been trying to think about everything else, but what, uh, what I'm actually gonna be feeling walking through that sea for the last time. Um, but I mean, it definitely, it, it strikes some emotions. I was thinking about it the other day and it almost brought some emotions up. It was just, it means, it means so much to you. You put so much into it to see it all kind of come to that culmination, that end. Uh, it's surprising. I mean, I wake up now and I still think it was six years ago. I'm just brand new on campus, living in Stokely Hall but and I mean my college experience has been so different from many other I mean there's not a lot of college athletes that say that they live at home with their parents right now like I get to live at home with my parents and enjoy that time with them before my life really takes off which is something I've been blessed to be able to do um and uh there's, there's just a lot into it that it draws that emotion out of you because you put so much into it.
0: I told Brent Hubbs the other day, and, of course, Brent went to, to Gibbs, same mm-hmm. as you. Um, I, I, I'm I, more happy for you than I am any kid on this team because you kind of stuck through it. You talked mm-hmm. about you know when, other op- when opportunities weren't there. And here you are your senior year, your sixth year. You've started every game, whether it be at center when Cooper was out mm-hmm. or when he came back moving to guard. And you're going to start your whole senior year your mom and dad just are eat up with it, and they're getting to enjoy the ride along with you. And, of course, you talk about them, but, I mean, like, it just feels like this is just one hell of an ending for you personally.
2: No, I mean, if you wrote, like, a story about it, like, this would be, like, the Hollywood ending for it, to be able to go out and do this this year. You know, I've waited so long to be able to put Starter by my name, and I've worked hard to be able to... Uh, kind of just persevere and stay through the elements and, and you know it took me a long time but I was able to kind of pick up pieces from everybody and learn and you know progressions come at different times and so get, being able to have the opportunity to stay for the sixth year and uh, being able to get thrown in there um, and compete at a high level is something that I'm into both just my perseverance and just the support that I have for my family. You know they help me out a lot through a lot of tough times through my career they've just continued to be my biggest support uh, group um, anything that I've ever gone through they've been right there with me they felt it with me and uh, they're feeling the excitement and the joy that I have with it now I look
0: at Saturday and you're coming off just getting skull drugged by Missouri right mm-hmm. I mean you know you the 36 to 7 but Saturday's an opportunity mm-hmm. and Knowing you've only got, you know, three games when you count the bowl game, but two home games left. You had that phenomenal experience last year against Alabama, right? Like yeah. This the, the aftermath that fo- followed. Now you're playing the number one team in the country. Nobody's going to give you a snowball's chance in this game. How much urgency from an older guy like you – maybe you're not the most talkative guy, mm-hmm. but how much urgency do you feel to go, man, i got two games left, guys. I want let's, – let's go get this one. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, it definitely – this one means a lot for a multitude of reasons, but, I mean, the main reason it means a lot is because it's the next one on the schedule. You know, you got to look at it every single week is the same thing. Um, you're going to get their best shot. You're going to get our best shot. And so, I mean, it's just another week of preparation because, I mean, it's just – it's a, it's another team. Like, they're the number one team in the country. They have these accolades. They have two-peat going for a three-peat. But at the end of the day, it's Tennessee versus Georgia. It's SEC football. We're just going to prepare to play. And that's the way that I want everyone to have a mindset about it this week is just to focus on what you have to do to give us our best shot on Saturday night. Your
0: first start coming at Missouri two years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's that that shot of you on – I think it was what Tyon Evans is running, yeah. right? And you're, like, running mm-hmm. behind him with your yeah. hands in the air. Um, just just happy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, when is your happiest time as a part of the football team? Is it Saturday afternoon? Is it practice? Is it hanging out? What When are you having your most fun?
2: I, You know, I think it goes one of two ways. You know, I think we, uh, as an offensive line especially, we spend a lot of time together and connect a lot off the field, and I take a lot of those uh, – times it means a lot to me because uh, being able to spend time with my guys is something that's of course limited Uh, but you know I think some of my favorite moments just come from Saturday afternoons at the ballpark you know I mean there's there's nothing that beats it just a nice day out you get the opportunity to go play a football game with a bunch of your friends I mean there's there's nothing that beats it and I think me and Coop reflect a lot of it uh, throughout the game with just how blessed we are to be able to get to have these opportunities uh, to play football for at such a high level where so many people are watching us and we get to get uh, to have that opportunity to be a part of it it means a lot
0: when you go back out to gibbs and you've had your your kids camp out there Mm -hmm. in the summer but i mean when you go back when you get a chance to go out there for a friday night game how much how much do the memories come back from playing at gibbs
2: no i mean they always come flooding back you know because i mean it's the same coaching staff over there a lot of the players that I played with still hang out around there. Coaching staff's got better, though. Mine's yeah. no longer yeah. on staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they put him in charge of everything now, which just makes a lot of sense. Which means he's in charge of nothing. Morgan's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, it brings back all the memories of being a player there and uh, all the experiences that, that I had. You know, I'm still really close with a lot of my high school friends sure. that I played with just because I got to stay in the area. Um, but, You know, I mean, I still get uh, memories popping up of different games and stuff, and just, you know, I make it a point to go every year to the Halls of Gibbs game because that was my most important game when I played for Gibbs. And I just – I like to see if that – still that cold, hard rivalry is still getting played out. So that's something that I enjoy doing every year. And, you know, high school coaching is something that I've also thought about dabbling in a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see what happens if Turner wants to take a shot. (laughs) I'm gonna hire you at halls yeah yeah no i wouldn't coach for him i give him all the bad stuff no mine it's a Halls yeah. guy
0: running things at gibbs
2: uh, he's, he flips he flips he, <laughs> yeah, he's full flips
0: chow hall <laughs> you, you big chow hall guy I've mean I'm, that, I'm it, been it, there it,
2: like twice but they got really good burgers and really good onion the onion rings were really good i remember which is
0: dead square in the middle between halls and gibbs on emory road mm-hmm uh run by veterans as uh, we're just past veterans day and i know that that's super important to you and your mm-hmm. brother yeah um you know i mean you love to run out there with the flag and mm-hmm. you know that the the military stuff is, yeah. it's you know hits right there for you so mm-hmm. i mean it's got to be pretty neat when you go in there and I, I i think it's just a neat spot cuz yeah. there's just so much you know military yeah, I mean, memorabilia on the walls, walls and everything. stuff you know? yeah
2: no i mean and then they kind of just it's a nice uh, atmosphere to enjoy meal too so
0: yeah, family owned. Um, you know, big fan. Big fan. if you if if you ever out in the area, give them a try. Um, you're a big Disney guy. Your family are big Disney. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, this could take a while. By the way, I mean, everybody knows I'm a
2: big Disney guy.
0: Favorite park?
2: Uh, God. I don't know. This is like Epcot is like the perfect park. As you get older, day. it becomes yeah, it become, it becomes the better park. But I mean Hollywood. I've enjoyed the past few years. Uh, I'm big, a big Star Wars, Star Wars guy. fan, yeah. So all the Star Wars stuff that they've added has been like my childhood dream. Like getting, uh, I think the first year when they released the uh, the Millennium Falcon ride, like that was the coolest thing ever. I, I felt like a eight year old kid. I was flying the Falcon. And I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. But
0: <laughs> and then you got you got the new uh, the new Guardians ride at Epcot. Yeah, I
2: haven't. Dad got to do that one. So you've he not said, got to ride no, that. He, they went uh after the florida game and i I, I got to go home after that and i was like that's thanks guys they're sending me pictures the whole next week i'm like yep it looks like a lot of fun So i wish i could join but
0: favorite favorite country in epcot
2: Ooh, i like germany germany is a fun place especially the buffet they got they got the buffet back there and then the other things
0: for me it's canada I you love like, I, I like love La Celier. Yeah, the steakhouse. The steakhouse is, really is good. fantastic. Yeah. And I also love I also love Japan. I love mm-hmm. the Japanese.
2: Mm-hmm. The uh was uh Tepanito or so, uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I've always wanted to eat in the Mexican pavilion, uh the pyramid. Yep. We've never eaten there before, but we had the when they redid the restaurant on the other side to the like uh just, like the more authentic Mexican restaurant, yeah. it's really good.
0: Have you done Disneyland?
2: We haven't done Disneyland yet. This one that I w- wouldn't mind doing, but it's just I've gotten so used to the four parks and yeah. all the stuff you can do. But have you, you've you done Disneyland. I have
0: done Disneyland. It's fantastic. It's way more laid back than Disney World. Really? And everybody at home right now is going, we tuned in to Here Above All Football, <laughs> not Disney World. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I, it's way more laid back, and and the theming there is super neat. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 do ride overlays during, um, you know, Christmas and Halloween, and mm-hmm. haunted mansion turns into a jack skeleton ride, and, oh, wow. yeah, just very very yeah. very very unique. Um when football's done. What do you want to do?
2: Plan right now is to get a job in either something to do with medical sales or. Um, looking at maybe like an hr management position um abby wants to go to pa school and so the way it's looking like it's going to set up is i'm going to help her support her through pa school because when she gets done she'll be making more money and i'll be able to transfer to medical school hopefully and go and uh, become a general physician It's the plan that's that's the overall arching scope plan of my life how'd you meet her uh was uh it was the summer or the spring going into or the fall going in 2019 fall 2019 biology it was like biology 150 and i needed some help so she tutored you she yeah she tutored me exactly and then it stretched over or no that biology class was the summer or it was that spring going into covid we had met the fall previous in a different class it was like one of our core classes Then we met in the biology class, and it went online, and I kind of forgot about it, and she helped me out, which was much appreciated.
0: How slick were you in asking her out, then?
2: I mean, I asked her out, I want to say... She turned you down at first? Three three times. Oh, she turned you down twice. The third time, she finally let me take her out, and the rest is history, so... So it kind of mirrors
0: your career. You didn't give up? You you kind of hung in there?
2: Stayed the course, you know. And I was dead set on what I wanted, and I just went after it. So, You've but got- I knew I knew she liked me, and so she was just trying to play a game with me. She wanted to see—I I think she wanted to see um, what kind of football player, I, what kind of athlete I was. If I was one that was just one to talk for a little bit, or one that was actually one to take her out on a date, and she figured out that I actually wanted to take her on a date. So which I, I don't blame her i don't blame her for
0: i'd like this. to know if this actually matches up with her recollection <laughs> of how it went down
2: i mean should we put her on the speakerphone <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you, you is this a, a coryton wedding well, what are we looking at getting Ooh. married at? uh
2: right now the uh, venue is the first baptist church downtown that's, okay yeah that's the church that we normally go to or we where we went throughout college and so that's where we we're looking at we've been looking at different places though for the reception and we don't know exactly where i think we had previously thought sunsphere but we don't know with how big our party how the whole room thing would work but we're gonna have we gonna have pictures of kneeling <laughs> be like, uh, was who Frazier's son got married in Neyland, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a nice wedding. I know the skyboxes. Well, I just meant year. more for like yeah. the,
0: the pictures on your wedding day. Like not, you know, get I mean, I mind getting some, yeah. I mean. Or engagement pictures. Would you're engaged, but you yeah. can still get pictures made.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, we got some engagement pictures taken two years after our engagement, which was interesting.
0: You've got the, uh, Celtic cross tattooed on mm-hmm. your uh, arm there. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Kind of taking me through your love for Ireland. <laughs> Ah, I mean, it's just it's family blood, family history. You know, uh, being related to um, William Wallace is a big perk for me. Um, the Celtic Warrior is what Trey Smith donned me as. Um, my uh, I think it was like my sophomore year after I got the tattoo, he started calling me the Celtic Warrior. Um, but uh, I just I love Irish food. I love Irish beer. Um, there's nothing Irish that I don't really like. I look Irish. I have an Irish beard. How many times have so, you been to Ireland? I haven't been a single time, but oh. it's, it's, it's on my list. I still haven't I still haven't got a passport yet, so I'm slacking. Is this
0: going to be the honeymoon destination?
2: I don't know. I'm looking all-inclusive for honeymoon. I don't want to lift a finger. Like a nice little all-inclusive trip to like Mexico or something. So sure. Nice. Yeah.
0: You could also do a cruise around the British Isles. That, that would also be nice.
2: I don't know how I feel about cruises, though. I don't know how I would feel about being in the ocean and only seeing ocean.
0: Well, up there, you're only going to, I mean, you're going to be at ports every day, so you're...
2: Yeah, that's true. But,
0: it's like when you we did a cruise around Hawaii last year, mm-hmm. and you're, was, you're you're. I mean, you're out at sea at it, it, night, and you're never really seeing it. You're just, every day when you wake up, you're at land.
2: Yeah. I just, I've never <laughs> thought, how bad do you feel the waves on a cruise?
0: It depends on how big your ship is and how good your yeah. ship
2: is you know because like I, I remember one time we had you got in the
0: bathtub and it was bad
2: deep sea fishing and it was just like every second i couldn't you couldn't stand up because it was rocking so bad i was like how are we supposed to get any fishing done and i was like i could be out here for days You're getting used to that now obviously like of course like your cruise ship's bigger but like i feel like you still plus i mean how predictive are we with storms i guess they try to track the route Around it, he's
0: going deep. He's, he's I mean, a deep like, thinker that, that was, here. On a, a
2: thunderstorm in the middle of the ocean would scare me. Like, I would not it's, be able to sleep that night. Sounds
0: fantastic to me. <laughs> this isn't the bearing. This isn't the Bering Sea. I've, I've
2: seen. I've seen too many movies. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it.
0: Favorite movie of all
2: time. Oh, favorite movie of all time. Man, uh, uh, I've got like lists of movies that I like to watch. Um like, based on, like, genre, like, I, I would say, like, anything you put Leonardo DiCaprio in it would probably be on my top favorite movies, like, uh, The Departed is up there, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Shutter Island, like, any any of those movies, but, like, I also, I took a film studies class in uh, high school with Dean Harnad and he showed me all like the older, like the fifty, the Alfred Hitchcock movies, and like those are like really good movies to watch. Like, and then going back even further, like Gone with the Wind, I, just, I go to the Tennessee Theater every year in the summer when they play it because I that's a good movie. I'm a big, I like, I just I like watching good movies. So,
0: you're from Coryton, Brent Hubbs is from Coryton, as we uh discussed. Brent Hubbs is a huge Andy Griffith guy. Are you an Andy Griffith guy?
2: I I dabble a little bit. You know, I watch him when I'm eating dinner at home. He just comes on before Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. So
0: <laughs> you're such an old man! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Wheel of
2: Fortune and Jeopardy?
0: Oh, you 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 big Van of white guy? Nah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> favorite favorite moment. Uh, of your career
2: i think you already said it earlier the the missouri touchdown was probably one of my favorite moments that was uh that was a cool moment then being able to get on my phone after the game and like seeing that i was actually trending positively was (laughs) was was exciting so um but definitely that and of course beating alabama sure was a top top tier moment
0: yeah, because you were on the field and you just took off well, running.
2: I mean, it, it took. I went so like as soon as I saw the kit going, I went straight to Chase and was like, everybody's gonna be celebrating with Chase. Like, I want to pick him up, throw like throw him on my shoulders. Like, this guy's the champ. And then I realized, like, whoa, everybody is on the field right now, <laughs> and I it took me no joke like an hour and a half to get back to the locker room. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. And there was like no air out there amongst all the no, people. I had
2: about 20 different people handed me a cigar, telling me like, you deserve this. Take this cigar. I'm like, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a had a giant uh, was cigar buzz going in the locker room. I was like, "Oh my god, I, ca- I cannot smoke another cigar." And then you open the locker room doors, it's just cigar smoke rolling out everywhere. I was like, "Oh, jeez." <laughs> oh
0: yeah, my, my my wife took my daughter, my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. and I said, "If of Tennessee was to win this game, I said you need to take a picture of her, get a cigar from somebody, and just yeah. take a picture of her holding a cigar." So she does, and then I, you know she's like, "We had to we had to leave. She couldn't handle the cigar smell." Oh
2: yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame them. It's, just, it's a hard smell to handle sometimes, especially, I mean, that much smoke in that place is insane. But I think one of the coolest moments of that night was watching them try to te- uh, tear down the goalposts. Yeah. I mean, that was that was fun. I've never – I've seen it done – been done one time, and that was when uh, Hunter played at Austin P and they won their first game in, like, two years, and they tore down their goalposts.
0: Not so, quite the same, but no, at the no, same yeah, time, no, yeah. it meant – Something to them in that moment exactly. at, at yeah. Austin
2: peak yeah. So, no.
0: well, man, enjoy the next two weeks. Much like that Alabama game last year, a huge opportunity this week against Georgia. Good luck, and uh, you know, just soak it all in. I know you will. I know your mom and dad will. And uh, appreciate everything.
2: Yeah, appreciate
0: it. He is Ollie Lane, Tennessee senior offensive lineman. We'll see you next week on another episode of All Club Confidential.